The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Some of you old enough to remember 1976. 1976 was a great year in America because it was the bicentennial. America was 200 years old. So those of you old enough to remember know that in that year, every day there was a celebration, especially July 4th. Every baby that I did in 1976, I gave a red, white, and blue yarmulke. People still talk about it today. Bicentennial yarmulke. Does anybody here remember what happened July 2nd or July 3rd of that year? You gotta tell us. And Tebby, you're right. A plane was hijacked out of Eretz Yisrael, and they took it to Uganda and the Entebbe airport, and there was a Russia Marusha, worse than a Nazi if it's possible, Idi Amin, who threatened to kill every Jew on that plane. And every Yid in Eretz Yisrael knew somebody who knew somebody that was on that plane. And it was very unrestrained. Everyone was nervous because this guy was crazy enough to blow up that plane because he had killed tens of thousands of people in Uganda already. And so they decided in their Israel to make a young tefillah and everybody was going to come to the Mir Yeshiva and daven. And Rabbi Chaim Shulevitz, the Rosh Yeshiva, was going to lead the davening. So in those years, Rabbi Chaim was already much older. And so they built him an apartment. If let's say the base medish was here, so on the back of the base medish, you walked across a little hall and there was a room and that was Rabbi Chaim's apartment. So he waited until everybody came. The base medish was packed. He walks in through the back and he sees this whole crowd Everybody is so ungestrength and worried. And he knows the matzav in Uganda and he is so overcome. He sits down and he starts crying. The whole base medrash is quiet. They're just listening to the Rosh Hashiva cry. Finally, he takes hold of himself and then he walks up forward and he comes to the Aran Kodesh. He kisses it and he turns around and now he sees everybody in front of him. And once again, he's overwhelmed by the crowd. And again, he starts crying and everybody's just standing there before they say till him. And then he said one sentence. I have a dear friend, his name is Moish Zucker. He was there that day. He was learning in Mir then. He's a great Mokhanach today. He told me every single time that he thinks of the Tilim that was said that day, he still gets the chills till this day. You know what the one sentence Rav Chaim said was? Davin, as if it was your father or your mother or your brother or your sister who's on that plane. That's how you're supposed to Davin. The next time you say Rafaino and you daven for someone, make believe it's your sister who's got some sort of an ailment that they can't seem to cure and her children are waiting for her at home. This is your sister. Next time you daven for a man who's got no panosa, make believe it's your brother who's got nine kids and doesn't know where to turn to first and he's so embarrassed and he's so humiliated and he can't come to a family simple because everybody can give gifts except him and your heart is going out to him because you love him because he's your brother. And the next time you're down for an old man, make believe it's your father who's in the nursing home and can't get out because he can't walk straight. That's how you're down for somebody. Think of them as if it was your own family. And that's why I say to people, don't down for 25 people. You're down for 25 people, just a whole roll call. Doesn't mean anything. You're not even thinking about the people. Just saying their names is nothing. You know why Hashem answers people's feelings? Because Hashem cares about you and he sees you're in pain and you're a tzaddik or a tzaddikis. And Hashem says, if this tzaddikis or this tzaddik is davening, I'm going to do it for that person. That's how it works by a Rebbe. It's not magic. Hashem loves the great tzaddikim. And the tzaddikim are davening for you. And they're in pain. They're in genuine pain. When you tell Rabatis Yoh a problem and it goes into his neshama and he's davening for you, he's in pain. Hashem loves Rabatis Yoh. So he's going to answer his thriller for you. We may not be worth it, but he's worth it. So when you daven for someone, you got to show Hashem you have pain. 
It's not just a roll call. How do you feel the pain? Imagine what that family is going through. Think about it. Don't daven for 25 people. Take two or three by Rafa'inu, two or three by Shemakalainu, two or three by Borachalainu for Parnosa. That's what Sarnafshe is all about. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.